What's going on, guys? Connor Hansen, Performance Training. Uh, this is the ninth episode, I believe, of our podcast. So Logan had a question. He says, I'd love to hear your opinion on supplements, protein, pre-workout, BCAs. Are all beneficial? What's the most important? To answer your question right off the bat, if we're just talking those three, um, those three things, I would say that pre-workout is the most important, and this, at least this is for me, and I'll give my explanation on why. So pre-workout is the most important, then protein, um, then BCAs, and I, I believe he's talking about protein powder. That's what I took it as. So pre-workout's the most important for me, protein powder, and then branch chain amino acids or BCAs. So I'll give you the my reasoning behind this. So I think that a pre-workout is the most important for a couple of reasons. One is it primes your body to work out. There's times where I don't feel like going to the gym. There's times where I don't really care about my specific fitness goals. And all I have to do is take a scoop of pre-workout and usually in about 15, 20 minutes, I want to hit the gym as fast as possible. Um, but with a pre-workout, I think it, it has to have a few things. One, um, it does have to have caffeine or some type of stimulant to get you going. Um, now, so if you're stimulant sensitive, then definitely don't go with caffeine or, you know, assess your personal tolerance. But this is just my personal opinion. Um, it has to have some sort of stimulant to get me going. Um, another thing is it has to have some sort of, of pump matrix, whether that they use um, citrulline malate, arginine, um, agmatine. My personal favorite is a citrulline or a citrulline malate. What that does is it opens up the blood vessels and that allows you to get a bigger pump with more blood flow. Um, with a bigger pump, then you're going to get um, more protein synthesis, more nutrients to the blood. Um, what's going to happen is it's going to get those muscles used to being a little bit bigger. Um, and not only that, is when you see you, yourself having a pump, then you feel motivated to continue going. Um, and it's going to have to, you know, a pre-workout should prime your body for exercise um, with the ingredients that I have. Before I buy a pre-workout, I have to make sure that, um, you know, the caffeine's not crazy high. I know that there are some pre-workouts out there that have, you know, 300 plus milligrams of caffeine in a single dose. Um, I like to keep it between 100 to 200. The highest I'll go is maybe 250 tops. Um, has to have that pump matrix has to have something to get, get me uh, get my mind going, whether a tyrosine or some some other type of ingredient that will help with that. Um, and and I think pre workouts are awesome. I think anybody and everybody should be should be using pre workouts. Um, the next most important thing, and the reason I put that above protein powder, is that you should be getting more protein um, in your diet than in a powder. You know that comes from eggs, chicken, fish, beef. Um, beans, Greek yogurt, cottage cheese, you know, these good sources of, of high protein, um, lower carbs, lower fats in those specific protein sources. Because I think that you should be consuming more food versus supplements or powder. Um, that's not to say that a whey protein doesn't have its place. I currently am taking, um, I think it is gold standard whey. Um, you can get it at Costco. I bought it. I started buying it online because you can get different flavors on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime's awesome. Shout out to them. Um, but as long as you are getting enough protein from your diet, you really don't need a whey protein powder. It is um, effective if you are 
in a calorie deficit and you're trying to get more protein without you know, getting too many carbs or fats or calories because it's pretty much just protein, most will have maybe three to five grams of carbs in there. Um, you shouldn't have very many fats with your protein powder, but you should have at least 100% whey concentrate or an isolate is even better um, or a hydrolyzed whey, but that kind of gets expensive. But yeah, so I would put pre-workout, then protein powder, because you should be getting most of it from your diet. Um, if you are supplementing with a protein powder, I would make sure that you get one that is um, at least 20 to 20, 20 to 30 grams per scoop, um, and that you're not paying more than 60 to 80 cents per serving. There's a lot of protein powders out there that you know claim, oh, we have this crazy spectrum and this, that, and the other, but really, whey protein is whey protein. Um, don't break the bank purchasing a whey protein, spend that money on, you know, chicken breasts or eggs or cottage cheese or something that's going to give you um, a substantial source of protein. And then the reason that I have branch chain aminos at the end is because you can get enough branch chain amino acids from protein sources. So what branch chain amino acids are, if you don't know, um, it's leucine, isoleucine, and valine. And protein um, is kind of a, a large word that we use for amino acids, right? So there's 20 amino acids in the body. There are essential amino acids and non-essential. Essential you have to get from your diet. Non-essential means that your body personally um, can, can make those. Um, so leucine, isoleucine, and valine are the branch chain amino acids. And they each amino acid does something specific in your body. So it's not just, I mean, they do help you build muscle. But, but different proteins do different things, um, whether that's produce different hormones, whether that's, um, you know, break down certain things. They all have their specific things. So leucine is kind of the most important of the three branch chains. And that's because it stimulates protein synthesis. And what protein synthesis is, in layman's terms, means that your body is going to take that protein and use it to build muscle or to preserve the muscle that you're currently um, currently taking uh, or that you currently have. So the reason it does that is it, it uses this um, cell growth. The, the cell growth is, is triggered by mTOR, not to get too in-depth in, in it, but pretty much so it just stimulates protein synthesis. Isoleucine um, improves glucose metabolism and increases glucose uptake in the muscles. Uh, that's important because when you are doing uh, a large exercise bout or, you know, you're lifting or you're running or whatever, your body will use um, the glucose that you have in your muscles because it's, it's the closest to the, um, the body part being used. So your body will use that glucose. So this will help improve that metabolism and increase the glucose uptake afterwards, um, you know, when you consume carbs or sugar, whatever, um, it will help to take that sugar and, and input it into your muscles. Valine um, doesn't seem to do a whole lot, but I mean, compared to the other two, the other two are really important, you know, protein synthesis and, and carb synthesis or, you know, glucose, um, increasing your glucose. So compared to those two, it's not super important, but honestly, with a branch chain, Marketing is king when it comes to supplements. Um, 
you know, so much of the money that you're spending on supplements. Sorry, I'm getting kind of caught in my mouth. Um, so much of the money that you're spending on supplements is going to marketing or to pay the athletes that are sponsored by that company or whatever. Um, with a branch chain aminos, the, the biggest thing, um, the biggest benefit that they've come out with, with these studies, you know, they'll always say that it does these, it's these huge things. If you're not taking branch chain aminos, then you're not going to get the most out of your workout and everything. And, and that's just not true. You could get by without a pre-workout protein powder and a branch chain amino acids, a hundred percent. Um, the biggest thing, and I think people put too much emphasis on supplementation and then too much emphasis on workouts and then not enough emphasis on your diet. So if you think of it as a pyramid, if you go back to, you know, grade school with the food pyramid or whatever, that's kind of what um, I'm imagining right now. The base, the number one base, no matter what your goal is, needs to be your nutrition. You can lose 50 plus, you can lose all of the pounds just by manipulating your diet alone. I had a client come to me, and I think I've mentioned this in previous podcasts. I had a client come to me who had already lost 50 pounds by doing nothing, not changing physical activity, not changing anything besides their diet. They just ate less. You know, they cut out sugars. They paired a, every time they did eat carbs, they would eat a protein to slow down the absorption. They ate lower fats. They consumed less calories throughout the day. You know, they replaced one meal with a protein bar instead of their regular, you know, 12,000 or 1200 calorie burger. And they lost 50 pounds, which is awesome. So the number one thing needs to be your diet. Your diet needs to be in check. And that's not to say that you have to eat 100% clean all the time, but that just means that you have to be, if you're, if you're going for losing weight, you have to be in a calorie deficit, plain and simple. That's going to work for 95% of individuals, you know, unless you have some sort of hormonal issue, whether that is, you know, Hashimoto's or another thyroid issue or um, low testosterone or, or whatever, most people, 95% of the population will benefit if they're trying to lose weight with a calorie deficit and you don't even need to, to exercise to get into a calorie deficit. You just eat less food. Um, and you want to be eating the right types of foods because insulin does have, uh, have an effect. But all, all together, you could lose um, weight if you're eating nothing but sugary carbs, you know, as long as you're in a calorie deficit. That's the number one thing is a calorie deficit. And when you're trying to gain weight is a calorie surplus. Because actually, there are these things called, I'm trying to remember it, um, behavioral substitutes or... Um, so essentially I'll, I'll describe it cause I can't remember the exact word. When you start exercising, there are things that change in your behavior that you, that wouldn't be there otherwise. So let's say you start exercising. Now you're going to be a little bit more hungry throughout the day because you ramped up your metabolism. You know, you ramped up your, um, your body temperature. So you're going to want to consume more. Also, you think, oh, I worked out, I can consume these other foods because I exercised, which compensa compensation behavior, behavioral compensation. I can't remember. Sorry. Um, anyway, so you do things that you wouldn't normally do because you exercise. Most of the time, if you go in, and, and I fall victim of this 
for sure. If I have a heavy exercise bout, I sit my butt on the couch the rest of the day. You know, I'm a very sedentary athlete, you could put it, or, or a sedentary person that loves to work out. Most of the time, I'm not very, very active because I have an hour to two hour workout every single day. And so, you know, when, if somebody's more prone to take the stairs or more, more prone to walk places or, you know, go outside and go for a walk, those sort of things, usually if they've hit the gym that day, they don't do those types of activities because they're so tired or whatever. And they're probably eating more because they worked out. So having to work out isn't, and, and this is bad because I'm a personal trainer that I'm saying this, but diet is the number one thing, okay? So big, big picture, diet is the base of this pyramid that we're talking about. The next thing is going to be your workout because if you do a calorie deficit alone, then, or a calorie surplus alone, you will either lose weight or gain weight, depending on what you're doing. And your body doesn't dictate what type of weight you lose. So if, if you go on just a straight calorie deficit, you will lose muscle mass and fat, both. You'll lose both. But you get, have to give your body a trigger to hold on to the muscle. You have to give it um, a stimulant, right? A, a stimulus to hold on to this muscle, to increase protein synthesis, to increase that protein synthesis in your muscles. And so what you do is then you go into the gym and you lift heavy weights because that gives your body a reason to hold on to that muscle. So if you do a calorie deficit, but you are lifting weights, your body will hold on to the muscle, but continue to lose fat because if your body is stimulated to hold on to the muscle, then it will burn fat instead of the muscle. So number one thing, nutrition. Number, the second thing is exercise. Now, if you're trying to lose weight, I, I recommend um, heavy compound movements for everybody, um, even if you're trying to lose weight. I would, I would tell you to do a calorie deficit and to lift heavy, you know, rep ranges of five to, to eight, maybe 10, but a heavy weight. Um, don't go above 12 to 15. You know, women think that they're going to get too large if they lift heavy. But if you're in a calorie deficit, that's just not going to happen. And then the last thing is uh, supplementation. You know, if your diet's 100% in check and you're having heavy, solid workouts, um, then and you're not seeing the results that you want, then you can start adding supplements. You know, if you're trying to lose weight, you can add a little bit more caffeine or green tea or that sort of thing. If you're trying to gain weight, you can do a protein powder, a branch chain, um, a pre-workout. But you've got to make sure that your diet is in check first. Because if you're only consuming, um, you know, 20% of how much protein you should be consuming from your food, you're not, you sh or at least you shouldn't be making up the rest of that 80% with protein powder. That's not the, a healthy thing to do. And it's going to get expensive as heck. But if you have all those first two, workout and, um, and your nutrition in check, for sure, I think a protein powder is is uh, not necessarily necessary, but it can be a good thing to help you a little bit, especially if you're trying to stay under, you know, in a calorie deficit. A pre-workout, I think, is always good because it helps you push harder in the gym than you, you usually would, which stimulates more protein synthesis and fat burning and all of those great things. Uh, branch chains are, are an amazing thing if you, um, if everything is already in check, right, like I said. I would personally take an intra-workout because there's a little bit of evidence to suggest that 
Um, it can help with uh, you know intra-workout fatigue. I personally would pair it with a, a fast digesting carb like honey or maltodextrin or something like that to, to not only increase the protein synthesis with the branch chain aminos, but also increase your glu glucose um, in your muscles at the same time to try to replenish that. Um, so yeah, kind of long-winded. I think I'm at like 16 minutes or so here. Um, thanks for sticking with me if you stuck with me the whole time. Uh, but to put those in, in line again, like I said at the beginning, um, my number one thing would be a pre-workout because it helps me go harder in the gym and it helps me get to the gym every single day, um, which that's part of my fitness goals. The next thing would be a whey protein powder. Um, concentrate is good. Isolate is better. Hydrolyzed whey is even the best taken before um, an exercise or you know before workout or post-workout. Both are good. And then the last, but if, if your diet's in check, you don't really need a protein. And then the last thing would be um, a branch chain aminos. You can get branch chain aminos enough from your diet, um, but if you feel like you need a little bit more and your diet's in check or you're in a very um, large calorie uh, restricted state, then adding branch chains is, it will help you throughout your workout for sure. Um, shoot me a, a DM on Instagram or um or comment at us at this website, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, give us give us a like on Instagram. Give us a follow. It would be awesome. It's Performance Training Utah. Um, and our email is performancetrainingutah at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. If you have any questions or comments or concerns or whatever, you want me to make a, a certain podcast on something else, hit me up on those platforms. And uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks.